0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of our PrepCast. This podcast is dedicated to MBA and master's orientation and preparation. My name is Martina, and I'm here today with Susan Berishai. You know her from the previous episodes. Um, I will leave a link to them here in the description of this one. Susan is a founder of SIA Admissions Consulting. Um, You can find a link to her website here in the description as well. Uh, Susan, thank you for uh, sharing your time again with us. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how to select an admission coach. And Susan will tell you a little bit more about her background right now. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, thank you, Martina. Thank you for having me. Um, It's always a pleasure. Um, so a little bit about me, um, I am um, originally from Montenegro. I have been a coach for about se- seven years in total, and um, I've studied in uh, uh, at NYU and Yale. Uh, NYU, I studied English Lit, and at Yale, I studied history. And one of the things that I really love about my training is that it taught me how to analyze writing. Um, as an English lit, I had to analyze poetry and all sorts of different writing. As a historian, I had to I had to analyze it uh, um, ancient. Uh, uh, manuscript, <laughs> um, not to say the same that is uh, in the MBA application, but part of that's part of that, part of that uh, analysis is really trying to understand um, what is being communicated and understanding all the different nuanced ways that one can speak. Uh, one can understand um, what is communicated in written form. And that has been a huge help um, to applicants because it really allows us to stress test um, everything that we're saying. W- one of the things that I'm really proud about uh, as it relates to my work, um, if I may say so myself, is that um, I. If I have doubts on an applicant's statement um, in the written essay or anything that is included, um, I am not comfortable to say, oh, yeah, this is great, because if I have the doubt, I know that the admission team will have the doubt as well. So the, the process of really pushing the applicant to really go further has allowed them to um, really transform the ra- the writing that they have done over the years um, and their willingness to do that, their willingness to put in the work has helped, helped me and them um, uh, have a 90% um, placement rate uh, which um, means nine out of ten of my applicants or applicants that I have worked with um, have gained admission to at least one of their top uh, choice institutions um, and I'm really proud to be able to help them um curate and speak to their stories and their experiences um, especially because as at least in the west we're not really taught how to reflect on our past we're always just looking about moving forward and moving you know like what do we want to do and don't really think about where we've come from and this process um is also a self um self-reflection journey that um Requires that the applicants really spend some time and reflect on where they've come from, and I hear this time and time again how um, you know uh, candidates tell me that you know they have never done this before, they have never gone through this process before, and it was really a moment where they felt actually quite proud of themselves to having come come to where they have come to by the time that they're applying, and some of them even use this um, uh, use this. uh the, the the process that we go through to make sure that they are um uh that they will continue to reflect on their experiences and just take the moment to be reflective and be, be proud of what they've accomplished uh to this point uh and uh to that extent um the this is more uh the work that I have done is more uh about uh uh being able to take one's experiences and, and communicate that um, to an admission team in the language that they care about. Um, so one can be really proud of their family, the admission team doesn't really care about that, so it's really managing uh, managing the true experiences uh, uh, and what the school is uh, is looking to, um, uh, to, to see in the application. So I'm really happy to be here and happy to answer um, questions about, um, you know, selecting an admission coach.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. It's always a pleasure talking with you. And my first question is, uh, what is an MBA admission coach, actually?
1: hmm. Absolutely. That's a great question, because everyone has a different understanding of it.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. So an MBA admission coach is someone who um, brings in the experience of understanding, in this case, what a business school is looking for beyond what's on the website, because the website, one has to recognize that is a marketing tool, um, and it doesn't really capture the full experiences. Uh, and then the coach is able to provide guidance to the applicant on the um, how to approach the application in line with the school's values. Um, there are also uh, pe- there's also people. Uh, you know, the coach uh, is uh, someone who is going to help the applicant uh, with the introspection, as I was uh, just talking about it briefly, um, to understand what makes the applicant stand out. Um, the coach is not someone who is going to write the um, application uh, for the at least not. A, professional coach um, is not going to write the application for uh, the applicant, but is there to help guide them and help really direct where they're going with their materials, help push them to do more, to be more reflective, and then also help them um, be a cheerleader or be a cheerleader to help them make sure that they are continuing to go through the process. Because It is, it is a, a very painful process in the sense that you have to be vulnerable to be successful um, in this journey. And uh, sometimes it just feels too much. Um, I had a client once who um, uh, was, had done, we've done so much work to put his application and finish the application like two weeks before the due date. And um, all, 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 you know, I just said, let me know when you've hit that submit button. And three days before the due date, the applicant emails me and says, I have decided to not apply. And, uh, so I, I I jump on the call with him and I ask what, you know, what, what has happened? Why is he not applying? And recognize that he was fearful of submitting that application. Um, MIT Sloan was his dream school. Um, that was something that he dreamt of since he was young. And the fear of rejection from the dream school was too hard. So part of my work with him was to really be that cheerleader and and remind him of all the things that he had done over the years, his entire application what he's done, um, how interested the school was in getting to know him, and finally convinced him. And he submitted and was admitted. Um, But if we would have left it at that, it would have been um, a missed opportunity, because he wouldn't have. Gone to MIT Sloan, and wouldn't have had the career that he currently has. So it's really, um, uh, you know, part of the coach is really to to not just kind of guide them and, and hold the hand throughout the entire process, but also be that cheerleader and make sure that they're uh, they're not sort of self sabotaging themselves in not submitting when they are strong candidates in particular.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And actually, is there a specific area a coach can help in uh, for um, an application? Or uh, actually, a coach can help with a lot of things. (laughs) Yes, Um, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yes, a coach can help with a lot of things in the application Mm -hmm. process. So, um, some of the things that I help clients with, and I can only speak, of course, for my own. from my own experience, uh, but I know other coaches do something similar um, on that front. So one of the things that, um, you know, that I, I would pay close attention to and the coach would as well is, you know, helping with the goal setting. Uh, one of the things that it's really important to remember is yes, you wanna have ambitious dreams, you wanna have ambitious goals, uh, but those goals need to be attainable. Um, a school is taking your background, your history, Um, to evaluate your capacity. They are looking at your goals to validate if those are attainable and achievable and do you really understand them. And if those two work out, meaning the past and the future work out, then the school is comfortable to say, I bet on you. I bet on you and therefore I'm going to give you admission to the school. You're going to forever be a representative of this institution. So goals are extremely important in the admission process. Without strong goals, without clear goals, without um, attainable goals, regardless of your test scores, you will not be admitted into the program. So a coach needs to be able to help you with your goals. Um, The coach is also going to help you with the story selection. As much as we would want to um, write all of our history um, in the application and just let the admission team choose, Part of the application is making that decision to choose what it is that you select, what stories you are sharing with them. It is a process of communication. It's a process of storytelling. Um, what you want to share with the admission team and what you think is relevant, and the coaches be able to a coach is going to be able to help you select what's relevant for the school and help you um, craft it in a way that makes sense for um, the application and for business school as well. Um, then they're going to also uh, a coach is going to help you with the recommenders. Um, so not only helping you select the right recommenders, there are so many times where applicant says. Um, oh, you know, I'm going to ask my colleague. Uh, My colleague is really like supportive and and they have seen me work for X number of years. Um, The problem with a colleague is that the colleague has no supervisory um, um, like uh, authority over you. And the colleague is not the right recommender. They may have seen, they may have sat next to you day in and day out for three years, five years, whatever number it is, they're not the right person to write the letter of recommendation. And a coach who knows what the school is looking for would be able to help with that piece. A resume is a huge part of the application. Yes, you have essays that talk about the story, um, but the essays, you can essentially, you're going to be talking essentially about five stories that you're going to be sharing with the schools so or something along those lines. It depends on the school, of course, because some require more, some require less, but on average, is about five stories that you're sharing. But your life is not made up of, of five stories. Your life is more, and your professional life especially, is more than five stories. And that's where your resume comes in. Resume is a reflection, is a, is a sort of like a summary of your experiences that you've had, but it's not a job resume, and it's an important difference to distinguish between a job resume and an MBA resume. Because an MBA resume is an opportunity for you to reflect and showcase how you are an achievement-oriented applicant and uh, how you're an achievement-oriented person, professional rather, not applicant, but professional. Um, And you need to highlight your most impressive achievements. Um, What I like about the resume, it allows you to really tell many stories. And it's a collection of many stories that will allow you to further showcase who you are. But that's not a typical resume that you submit for a job. So you have to really match the between the or MBA resume and a, or distinguish between an MBA resume and a job resume? And then um, the the coach is going to also help um, guide you with your essays and provide a lot of feedback. Um, As I mentioned earlier, a coach is not someone who is going to write the material for you, but they are going to be there to guide you. Um, They're going to be there to help you if you don't know how to tell the story, so they can help you with brainstorming um, of how you're going to craft that piece. They're going to give you a lot of feedback. Um, one of the things that every single applicant I work with, um, when they get that first feedback from me, and it continues on until it's really done, um, they get this Word document with track changes that's like all in red (laughs) with a lot of comments. And um, that's me not, of course, uh, trying to be nitpicky, but it is that is what the coach is supposed to be. It's supposed to help you really elevate the work that you have done, and help you craft it in a, a, a craft it in a in a way that it's communicating clearly what it is you want to uh, you want um, to communicate to the admission team. And then they're also helping you with the interview prep. Um, interviews for business school are very different than the job interview um, and you really need to prepare and every school has a nuanced difference to their interview process so for example Wharton has called a team-based discussion interview where you are in a room of five other applicants like yourself and you are solving a problem and you have two second-year students monitoring that discussion essentially that is the entire time you're being interviewed in that process of discussion so you need to prepare for that you need to prepare for traditional interview and business school interviews as well um and um also a coach is there to support you with all the questions that you have related to the uh, application. Um, As I'm sure any of you that are considering an MBA, you have done a lot of research. And you're going to see a lot of different perspectives that are um, out there um, as far as uh, what you should be doing, what you should be thinking. People tell you their success stories. um, And that is great. Uh, But uh, one of the things that um, um, is also important is to remember that You're not a unique creature, but you have unique experiences and you need someone to guide you in your process um, to make sure that that uniqueness is captured. Otherwise, you are going to a a machine, an assembly line, and coming across the same as everyone else, which doesn't yield to
0: favorable outcomes on that front. Absolutely. And maybe you uh, have answered to my next question, but um, why should an applicant applying to be school consider a coach, actually? hmm.
1: Um, yeah, so I, I, don't recommend that everyone applying to business school work with a coach because it's not mm-hmm. always needed, but if you are considering a top ranked business school that is highly competitive and you really need to differentiate yourself from the next person, um, that's applying or from the person next to you, that's applying, um, a coach can really be that differentiator to help you just elevate the work that you are submitting. Um, also applicants with gaps in their employment, uh, in their profile, um, or red flags rather in their profile. So whether that is someone who has a low GPA, someone who has um, not so strong um, test scores, so someone who has had um, you know unemployment in their in their in their professional background. Um, these are some of the things that um, uh, need to be explained effectively. There's never a, a justification for anything. It's really just explained and. Um, uh, the coach can be a huge, a huge support in that process. Um, and then those who um, who struggle to communicate their story effectively. One of the things that I see oftentimes and um, and this is something that um, I'm hoping that through my work I get to change is um, the way um, uh the, the distinction that i see between female and male applicants um typically a female applicant um uh based on my own experience of like just seeing uh, working with female applicants have a tendency of under undervaluing the work and the contributions that they've made um, and have a hard, harder time really um T- talking about their successes. I mean, I can also talk from my personal experience, from where I come from. You never boast about um, what your accomplishments have been. It's they used to say, like, let other people boast about the work that you have accomplished. Don't, don't, don't tell us yourself. Um, and it's hard to change that. Um, that sort of like a cultural um, upbringing and how you're taught as far as like how to think and how to be. And this process does does require that you day you push that push the envelope and really um, acknowledge and, and accept and really Um, hold with pride what you have accomplished. Uh, But uh, someone who struggles to communicate that would definitely benefit from a coach to help them get to that next level. Um, Of course, the coach is going to help them with the application and they kind of have to continue to really push themselves to communicate their story in the most effective way. But those are the those are the the kind of applicants that could really benefit from um, from from a coach Uh, applicants that are not really targeting top rank schools. In most situations, they don't really need a coach. They can apply through the
0: process on their own. I understand. And um, actually, uh, could you highlight uh, maybe the main uh, misconceptions about working with a coach? Absolutely.
1: Um, so, uh, one thing that I mentioned earlier um, is, you know, applicants sometimes think that the coach is going to be the person writing the application for them, and they're just going to sit there and tell their story, kind of like a kind of like a, a ghostwriter <laughs> you know, when you hear about, uh, you know, in books. Um, that's not what a coach is supposed to do. You, the applicant, are going to be the person who is going to write the narratives. The coaches are going to help you just elevate that. Um, so a misconception is if you think that the coach is going to do that, you know, make sure that if that's your expectation, that you communicate that clearly and find someone, um, if that's you know even available out there, I'm sure it is, um, that that would be able to do that for you. Um, and then other times, uh, people think that um, there is a um, uh, that, you know, oh, because they're working with a coach, they're going to slack, slack off and like, they're going to just like rely on the coach to, um, to, to tell them what to do next. And that's, um, uh, if you're working with a strong coach that is, um, uh, really, uh, looking to push you to the next level of your, um, you know, of your professional development, um, they're not going to be doing that. They're going to be really pushing you to do more and you are going to be continually thinking about what you need to do next. Um, and that's, uh, you know, that's that's an, another piece that you want to really make sure that you clearly articulate before you sign up with a coach to work with as far as like what that dynamic is going to look like. Um, and then the um, last thing that I would say is that There is a misconception that, um, you know, if you work with a coach, you're going to be uh, guaranteed admission. Um, We all, I'm sure we've heard about the scandal (laughs) on guaranteed admission, and no professional coach is going to guarantee anything, um, any admission. Um, I have a 90% placement rate, but I do not guarantee any admission to anyone, uh, because that's beyond any one person's control. Um, you, what a coach can do is really help you put together an application that you're going to be proud of, the application that is a reflection of who you are, but not a guarantee, uh, because the admission not only depends on your application and what you bring to the table, but also who you're competing against uh, for that seat at the table. And who you're competing against, no one is going to know you know as far as like uh what that pool is going to look like so um the coach cannot guarantee any um, admission to anyone and if they do i would really consider running the other way
0: absolutely uh and uh, the question that uh, just popped up to my mind um is uh would the applicants get the same insights from an MBA candidate, for example, or a current student, mm-hmm. uh, the same as working with a coach? Uh, mm-hmm. After all, you know, they got admitted. So uh, yeah. is yeah. it possible? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, an MBA candidate can definitely provide insights about their own experience. Um, and that is typically all that they can do. Um, an MBA applicant um, has gone through, or an MBA candidate, rather, the person who is currently in an MBA program or a recent grad or something like that, um, they would have gone through the process, and they can tell you, the applicant, um, from the experience, from the perspective of their own journey, um, but they don't have, typically, a roster of Different kinds of candidates, because um, there is no one story fits all. Um, again, you want to really avoid that one story fits all mentality, because it's not um, um, it's not what differentiating. Then it's like everyone at in, in a business school is going to look the same, it's going to sound the same, <laughs> and the schools don't want that. Um, so the MBA candidate will be able to share their experience, but they won't be able to share. Um, uh, you know, the 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 general truths of more than one candidate, more than more than their own experience. Um, they're typically not able to share that. So a coach would have a roster of um, experiences of, of candidates that they've helped over the years um, and are able to give you more insights than uh, what a candidate, what an MBA candidate can do. That doesn't mean, however, that you shouldn't talk to MBA candidates. It means that you should talk to MBA candidates. You should gain additional additional understandings of what their experiences have been. But at the end of the day, um, your stories are going to be different. Um, Again, I'm gonna bring in a personal example. Like my I, I have a sister who is two and a half years younger than I. And her and I were raised by the same family, in the same family, in the same household, but we are so different from one another. And then what do you expect if you and that candidate, even if you work for the same firm, you're not gonna be the same people. You haven't experienced life in the same exact way. And that's where a coach would be able to help you tell those nuances um, um, and and help you craft
0: the nuances in a different way. Awesome. And actually, I guess that you said that already, but, but does a coach guarantee admission? because I guess that plenty of people uh, believe that if they um, if they choose their admission coach and everything is uh, already perfect. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely
1: no I mean definitely they're, they're um I've heard stories of applicants um saying that oh you know if I pay a coach they're going to really push hard for me to get there and like I know that they you know they're like they're so much uh, said like yeah they're probably going to guarantee like I'm guaranteed admission because I work with a coach and that's furthest from the truth um really no, no coach can guarantee, um, can guarantee admission. Um, it would be unethical for anyone to guarantee admission. Um, and we saw the experience, you know, with, uh, you know, the scandals in the United States around what that, what that means. And, you know, if someone guarantees admission and, and, you know, offers can be rescinded, there's all sorts of, of negativity that can happen as a result. So I would really, um, if someone does guarantee admission, I would, I would really run the other way. Um, that's not a kind of, a. uh, at least for myself, that I would say. I can't speak for everyone, but uh, for myself, I would say that's not the kind of admission you want um, to
0: constantly be in fear. Awesome. Uh, Thank you, Susan, so much. And I would like to um, finish our uh, podcast today uh, with um, your tips about how to choose a coach. Actually, what uh, are the steps uh, everyone should take and what should they consider when they're choosing an admission coach?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are many coaches out uh, out there that um, you can look at um, and you can talk with. And you should talk with many coaches to find the one that works for you. Um, You Many coaches offer consultation calls that are free of charge. You get an opportunity to share your story and they get an opportunity and you also get an opportunity to to talk with them about um, their process and how they work, um, which will help you make that final selection. Um, But some of the things that you want to look for is a history of success. Um, It's really important. I mean, one can be a coach, but if they're just, you know, making sure that you write drafts and give you minor details on minor feedback on that on those drafts and do you want to work with someone like that or do you really want someone who's going to push you and and either way it's okay you just need to really define what it is that you're looking for and having conversations with many coaches can help you understand what are the types of services available because most most people don't go through this process more than once and don't really know what a coach is supposed to help them with. So um, by having these conversations, you kind of see the various menus available, and then you choose um, the one that works best for you. But along the way, you should definitely um, keep a list of things that you like and things that you dislike so that you can um, make that selection in a way that works best for you. Um, also, you know, the, the other thing that you should be looking for, um, in choosing a coach is their communication approach. Do they tell you what you want to hear or do they tell you matters of fact? Um, if you know, and and either is, again, it's okay. If you want someone to really be more of your cheerleader, then the one that tells you what you want to hear is probably the right coach for you. Um, but if you want really that person who is going to make you, um, who's going to challenge you, um, and tell you how things are um, in the in the business school admission process. then a coach who is, who, who is going to um, really be honest with you um, is going to be more the, the kind of person you may want to work with and how much support you're going to get. Um, there are um, you know um, sort of boutique firms that you're going to be that um, you can work with um, typically the founder and that, person is very invested in their business and also very invested in the candidates because they do it more from the passion than it is for, you know, the money, although, you know, the money is part of living. <laughs> um, and, and then you have sort of bigger named, um, uh, you know, coaching, coaching firms that have, you know, 20, 30 um, staff members, to so 20 or 30 coaches on um, in their staff. And um, what kind of there's going to be a huge difference between the type of support that you get. Um, uh, Who you're going to be working with is going to be important. How often is that communication going to be like? What is those interviews going to, uh, what are those um, uh, feedbacks? uh, How is it going to look like? Um, Who you'll be working with? Those are all important pieces that you need to out-decide for yourself. You want to work with multiple people. You want to work with a single individual. Do you want to work with a more of a boutique coach that a boutique firm that is going to have um, a smaller number of applicants that they're going to work with uh, versus a bigger firm that's going to typically have more applicants that they're going to be working with on a given round? And these are all things that you need to decide. And then how much do they care about the results? Um, they are, you know, as in any field, and the coaching is not any different, there are people who want to just go through the process and there are people who are really invested in the results of the clients. Um, that is something that you will see in those consultation calls, how invested the person is in giving you the right advice, in um, really moving you towards um, the direction you need to be thinking about as far as far the um, as far as the business school is concerned. And then the final thing that I would add here is that you want to make sure that it's a good fit on the on personality, personality wise. And uh, the reason why I say that is, um, even if you start working with a coach three months in advance of the target due date, um, you're essentially going to be working with them uh, in most situations um, for about six months. So Let me just kind of explain that a little bit. So let's say you started working with a coach in June um, and you're applying to round one. Round ones are around September. Uh, so that's just the application submission process yes it's very intense it's a lot of touch points but from there is the interview preparation process Um, the interview preparation process is also very intense the decisions come out in december the coach is also supposed to help you make that final decision especially if you have more than one one offer at hand and then your final final decision as to which school you're going to accept is going to be in january so from June until January, you'll be working with that coach and that personality being able to really work together well. Um, it's an important piece of the process you don't want to dread <laughs> attend, uh, you know, having a meeting with your coach. Um, So uh, this is an important process that um, a lot of these things should be um, obtained in that initial consultation call that you have with a coach Um, and but uh, again try to uh, try to distinguish what is it that you want in the process what's most beneficial for you, Um, because at the end of the day everyone wants different things. Um, and uh, you need to identify for yourself what works best and then find a coach that best matches that that desire as far as um, what that working relationship is going to look like.
0: Great. Uh, Susan, thank you so much for giving this uh, really interesting uh, information and valuable tips to all of those who are still wondering and doesn't know what to do. So, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Uh, Our commitment is to get you the best possible results and help you take your career and life to the next level. I want to remind you to visit a Susan website. You can find a link to it here in the description of this episode. And also please feel free to visit unimai.com to find your MBA match and also unimaiprep.com to find all the materials which will help you to be well prepared for the MBA path. Good luck to all of you in your academic journey. Stay tuned for more and have a nice day.